Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. We are your hosts, Galia Brahim and Jess Garcia. We are self-transformational life coaches. In our podcast, we share insights and tools for transformation, self-healing, and spiritual self-development. Stay tuned for weekly episodes. To learn more about our mentorship programs and services, visit us at schoolsofconsciousness.com. Welcome to episode 5 of the new Paradigm Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about how to live a life of service. And we are going to start this podcast by a quote by Deepak Chopra. When you combine your ability to express your unique talent with service to humanity, then you make full use of the law of dharma and our dharma right in the vedic tradition is to be able to step out of our karma not reproducing the same negative patterns that we've been realizing throughout many timelines so it's about really to embrace this service, service to self and service to humanity. Yes, uh, I love that quote by Deepak Chopra. So this is truly the purpose of us incarnating in a human body. It is for us to live our purpose, right? Living with and on purpose and we are purposeful beings and when we feel like we don't have a purpose, this is when we can fall into depression, when we can feel like we're separate from others. And this is why there are high suicide rates nowadays. When we feel like our life isn't important, we tend to feel like, okay, then why am I here? And I know how it feels like to be in that position and it's not fun. And I'm glad that we're going to be diving deep into this discussion, this conversation about how to live our life purpose, right? How to live our life of service, right? Because when we know our purpose, then we can serve, right? We combine what is our innate gifts, things that we were born with, our gifts that we've developed in other lifetimes, and how we can step into this timeline and use those gifts, the things that we love, and to be able to share it with others to benefit humanity. Yes, and this life of service, first we need to know to whom are we going to dedicate our life? To whom? And to whom is this inner voice inside, this divine self within? And, and to practice this devotional service each day is to actually... 
apply and getting involved in a spiritual practice each day. As we are involved in the spiritual practice, as we engage our body, mind, and spirit into this practice, we are actually honoring this deep desire within to grow. Just as I said before, to step out of those karmic attachments and to embrace this divine self. So, so the first thing is to to have this devotion to self this is the first thing um we need to be willing to dedicate each moment of our life and even when we talk to other people even when we have conversations uh on a daily basis we need to be dedicated to our higher self to this self-growth and this is an act of devotion. Yes, beautifully said. And I wanted to add a couple of things to the step one is we got to know our why, right? When we know our why, we're oriented in purpose. And this why becomes our drive. And when we have this why, and we have this desire to serve a higher purpose and we know who we're serving, right? It becomes even more powerful. And in our nature, we have this desire to serve. Whether you're serving your boss at a nine to five, right? Whether you're at school and your teacher gives you an assignment and you want your teacher to give you a great grade, right? Or you wanna make your parents proud. It's like you're always trying to serve someone in the subconscious matter. So when we don't know who we're serving, then this is when we can feel like we don't have a purpose. But imagine now if step one is, you know, living this devotional service and every day and every breath and knowing who you're serving, which is the divine and that in everyone is this divine will. This super soul is inside of everyone and in everything. And that's bhakti, right? When we know that our will is merged with the supreme will. And who we're serving is ultimately our source. And as we serve our source, we're servicing everyone. Yes, so so yes, perfectly, and as above, so below, as below, so above, and it always follows this train, right? It's always the same thing, and and for me, it is really to get in touch with this feeling of devotion. That's the first thing, getting in touch with this feeling of devotion is to actually like getting in touch with with our heart, like how we feel and and this feeling actually like to let like this heart expand is actually like the first thing, like the first um the first beautiful act of love that you can do for yourself is to just let yourself surrender 
to this beautiful feeling of bliss, which is this devotion. And when you are in this devotion within your heart, within yourself, right, you can, well, you can actually extend this devotion outwardly, externally uh, to all mankind because you are able to feel this within yourself. So for me, it comes from this act of love because there's nothing that is not done out of love. Everything in this reality, in this realm and higher dimensions, it is an act of love. And through this act of love, we can unite ourselves. But we, without love, we, we can't act. We can't think properly. We can't be. And, and this is the first thing to know if we wish to live a life of service is to not be afraid to love, you know? Not be afraid to hold somebody's hand. Not being afraid to feel loved and to receive love. This is also an act of service. This is service to the whole. And I loved when you mentioned that when we actually serving ourselves and we serving our God source, we serving all humankind. Because imagine like just seeing this on the platform and that just God before you and you stand before God and you're serving the ultimate while you're serving everything that is below the ultimate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to share, yes, I want to share what I read in the Bhagavad Gita when it was a chapter about bhakti yoga. And in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna describes devotional service and uses the example of when you're watering a tree, right? Devotional service is like watering the roots of the tree. And when you water the roots, that trunk, the roots, you're going to feed all of the branches and the leaves. It's direct. Versus if now we're watering the leaves, then the plant will eventually die because you're not directly watering the root. The same thing when it comes to devotional service, right? If we are devoted to our self-healing, to the truth, and within our hearts, we are in this loving devotional state and everything that we do, we are devoted to love, with love, unconditional love. And we hold this in the front of our consciousness and everything that we do. And we are devoted just to love, right? And we're devoted to, to our God source. Then everything that we do is already going to be nurtured because now we're watering from the source and to the source. 
Now we're directly going to the source and we're drinking water from the source. And it's going to feed all of us. And this is why it's important to have this clarity as to who and what we're serving. And when we do that and we practice loving devotional service to self and others, then this is the greatest gift that we can gift ourselves and humanity. Yes, exactly. And love is truly a humble service. When we are able to worship love, to really fall in love with love, this is the most precious gift that we can give to humanity. And and there's this this thing as well is that like nothing can work without this simple understanding and i mean this is also a way to check your ego you know just to be able like to just you know ask yourself am i doing this out of love or is it my ego playing this game and and I need to check myself and seeing if I'm humble in what I'm doing, you know. And always because it's so easy sometimes to get carried away with some negative behaviors because so many people, for instance, are just so used to gossip, for instance, you know. And it's not, it's not uh, a beautiful trait, but so many people do it and... This is kind of like not accepted in society because everyone does it. But just this thing, for instance, like if at some point in your life you feel like having this judgment, then no, like I need to, you know, like check myself because if I'm making this judgment, I'm not coming from a place of love. So I'm not coming from this place of unity. So there's this uh, fragmented self that actually wants me to feel separated. But when I actually see everyone as my equal and I see everyone as divine because everyone is divine and, and our God self and this God self lives through every living being when we are able to see the divinity of every living being, it's so much easier to serve and to not be afraid to serve, to not be able to bow to this divine self within each individual. And we don't feel like, oh damn, I'm giving my power away. No, we're so honored to be able to bow down to this truth in every single one being. Mm. Yes, and that was really beautiful that you said that about how it's a great way to check our ego. Like this path of devotion is truly all about checking our ego because it's so easy to go back into the old patterns that we grew up with because 
our society is still enacting these these ways. So it's easy to fall into it, right? But when we remember that we are living a life of unconditional love, we're able to check ourselves when we feel the false ego, the false self kicking in and these low vibrational traits are coming in and then we're judging ourselves, we're judging others, we're talking about about others. And again, you know, when we are in this devotional state, we can remember like, okay, hold on. The way that I'm feeling, it's not my higher self. This is not my God self. It's not a divine trait, right? Because it's not resonating through unconditional love. It is actually coming from a place of fear, a place of lack. Therefore, it allows us to check ourselves. And really, it's not easy to live a path of service all the time because that means we have to take personal responsibility for ourselves and check ourselves when we are not being our higher self. And this is truly how we can live this life of service because what does that mean? What does a life of service mean? It means that we're actually not causing harm to our neighbors. We're not causing harm to others. We are trying to decrease the suffering. We are being the solution that we wish to see in the world. The traits that have hurt us, we want to release them out of ourselves. We want to forgive it, not hate it, because it was part of our humanity at one point, and it might still be there. But we can remember to just send it love. You know, if there's fear there, or maybe we felt judgment because we grew up in a judgmental space, and now we're judging others, we can just remind ourselves, okay, hold on, this is my false self. This is my false ego. I'm going to send the little me love right now because now I am judging others because I feel judged. So let me just love myself right now. Forgive myself because I'm human. But I choose to not judge others and I forgive myself because that means I'm judging myself. And that, that right there takes true devotion to the path because it's not easy to point the finger at our own self. It's not easy to look in the mirror and admit that we created this problem. But when we can look in the mirror, take full responsibility and see what can I do differently now? How can I serve at my highest instead of creating conflicts, instead of creating more pain for myself, right? Because when we are hurting inside, this is creating pain on a collective level. Like this is how connected we are all it's just like one body of our source, imagining like our mother earth, right? If there's one river that's filled with trash, it's not just affecting that river, it's affecting the whole. So if there's trash in your neighborhood, it's affecting the entire planet. The same thing with us, when there's still poison inside of us and hurt, it's affecting our entire collective. So it's only our responsibility to take care of ourselves, right? To come from this place of unconditional love and say, I'm going to do this for myself because as I heal myself, I am healing 
everyone. And the least suffering that I can add to this world, then I know I'm doing my part. Yes. Totally. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's a, it's a practice. It's a, a spiritual practice. It's a sadhana. Each day, every single day, getting into this reflection and and always checking ourselves but not with judgment but with love and it's okay you haven't figured out yet it's okay it's okay i got you i got you and even in those times where we feel a type of way and we feel like we don't want to serve others because i don't know we might feel a type of way you know we might feel that People are not receptive to our love. People are not receptive to what we have to offer to them. And it can create some kind of, um, of distortion and, and wounds within ourselves. But we need to learn each day to forgive and each moment to forgive. Because just think about this. Maybe like you have your neighbor and your neighbor is going through some stuff and your neighbor is not going to say hi to you one day and then you're just going to think like, well, wait, I just say hi to my neighbor and he didn't even like reply me back what is happening. And then you're going to like think that it is actually a personal attack when it has nothing to do with you. And this is the stories you are creating in your head. Because you have your lower self that wants to create this separation. Because your lower self finds its comfort in separation. But your higher self actually wish that you could experience this union, you know. And your higher self would actually tell you quite the opposite. No, actually... Your neighbor is going through some stuff. Maybe he's going through some stuff. Maybe he has lost someone. So many things can happen in a life. So many things can happen. And you're going to assume the worst because your lower self is still, is still attached to this idea of separation. But then again, it's just an idea. It's just an idea because... When you sit around a table with many people and you just look at everyone and even if they are speaking another language, you feel connected. You feel connected. There's this soul connection. There's this heart connection that nobody can deny because it's here. And I feel like today more than ever and especially with this pandemic situation, we need to come back to what is essential. And what is essential is to serve the ultimate. This is the only truth that everyone agrees on. And you might say, yeah, there are some people who don't believe in God or who don't believe in spirit or whatever. Yeah, but they believe in something. We all have this hope within our being. There's no living being on earth who doesn't have this hope. We all have this hope. And even if you feel depressed or you feel a type of way, even right now when you are listening to me, I know you have hope. And this hope 
is this fuel that nourishes us every every single day because we know deep inside that we are great and we were born for this greatness to realize this greatness and this greatness cannot be realized alone this greatness is realized through community this is what we need so much community work we need actually to unite ourselves and just as you were saying earlier If you see trash in your neighborhood, then like just go and just like clean up the trash. Like what does it cost you? Nothing, absolutely nothing to just work for the benefit of whole, of the whole. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. So why not doing it? And I feel like we need more, more of this solidarity, more people willing to help others through their own actions because if we don't look at this look at the stage of our planet already we're lacking water we're lacking food and our nature is suffering and just because men were too greedy and now it's our time to give back to nature everything that we have taken from nature It's our time now to shine through giving back. Powerful and beautifully spoken, baby. And yes, it is time now to give back. It is time to give back to our mother, our mother earth who has given us everything. Just like our own mother that gives us life through her sacrificing her own, her own body right? For those nine months. And even after those nine months, she's feeding us breast milk, sacrificing her sleep. And until you're an adult, she's still always going to be there. And many times we tend to neglect our mothers. And now it's time to give back. No more neglecting. And like, let's look at our mother earth, what we've done to her as a humanity. Stripped her from her minerals. Depleted the soils. Poison the waters, cut the trees, ruin her lungs. So many things. But the beautiful thing is that nature restores herself. But what we can do is we can devote our life to bettering our planet, right? But before we can better our planet, you know, this needs to be internalized as well. For me personally, I know that when I began to focus my attention on what can I do to help others and I began to do the things that made me feel like I was being selfless instead of selfish, it began to change my mood. I started to feel really inspired because before that, I was really selfish. You know, I just thought about my own needs. What does Jess need? How does Jess feel? What is Jess thinking? But I never really thought, you know, what's going on in the world, you know? How can I make this place better? What does my neighbor need? You know, how does my mother feel? I didn't think that. I was too stuck in my own depression and my own worries, my own anxieties, my own desires. But when I began to focus my attention on the needs of my community... 
wanting to use social media as a way where I can create videos on YouTube and content that can inspire people and actually like create programs that I can focus on giving back to people and give them hope. I began to feel so much fuel, so much inspiration, and it actually only deepened my life. I felt so purposeful. And I never thought I could feel like that. And it's shifted my whole life. And it made me feel great. When I give to people, not only am I just giving to them because I'm giving, but I'm giving to them because it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel so good inside. So this is beautiful. Imagine if every single human being on this earth just felt so happy, so nourished to make others happy, to see them happy and their happiness was their own happiness. And this right here is what we need, especially now, you know, in a post-COVID world. This is what we need. We need to realize that the only way out is going into our hearts again. And remembering that each and every one of us is one. We're one family. And if we can all stop being selfish and start working to better our world, to better our neighborhoods, our communities, right? The impact that creates. And you don't even have to go outside and and be a neighborhood hero. Start with yourself. Start serving yourself. As you serve yourself... As you heal yourself, this right here is truly the greatest service of all because that means that now you are taking responsibility for yourself. That means that now you are working towards being a better version of yourself every single day. And when we feel better, we tend to want to help others. So if we can feel better about ourselves and nurture ourselves, that means that we are going to be better human beings and we're going to be able to be filled with inspiration and love. And all comes back to really, we need to come back to what's essential for us. What is essential for us as human beings and for us as well as souls. Because if we have incarnated on this plane, again, it is because we still had some lessons to learn. And those lessons need to be learned through hardships. But those hardships can be avoided as well when we choose the path of love and this path of love is a path of redemption Mm. when we're doing this for ourselves is allowing ourselves to shine and when we can actually be this person we inspire others as well and and in so many ways possible we can inspire others to do the same because people are curious about the way you actually live your life. And if we can live our life from this place of 
infinite service, then this is the biggest lesson of all. Because we can actually not sacrifice ourselves, but we can actually give this impulse to ourselves that every breath we take, we take this breath to serve, to be, to inspire, to motivate people to do the same. And this should be our motto to wake up every single day to inspire. But first, we need to inspire ourselves. And we need to motivate ourselves to be better than yesterday. And just with this simple thing, to just be better than yesterday. Just one thing that can make, that can make me better. That can inspire others. And this is how we live purposely because everyone needs a purpose because if we don't have a purpose, then we feel depressed, we feel out of alignment, we feel that nothing resonates with us. It is because we live without this purpose. But this purpose is in us. This is something that never leaves us. And ultimately... We need to fulfill this purpose so the universe is going to be with you at each time because you need to fulfill this purpose of yours and every single being on this planet has a purpose. Has a purpose, has a special mission. You in your integrity today, you have a special mission to realize. And the universe wants you to realize this mission because you are needed for the balance of this world. You are needed to restore the balance of this world. You are needed right here. Beautifully, beautifully expressed. And I would love to share something that has helped me so much and continues to help me so much. Um, to just to remember to remind myself daily to live with integrity and to forgive myself as well because we're human and we have human tendencies right we have emotions and we have patterns that we revisit multiple times and I love 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 reciting the five principles that I live my life by which when I first heard about these, it was introduced through Reiki. And they're the five precepts. And it goes like this. Just for today, I do not bear anger. For anger is illusion. Just for today, I will not worry. Because fear is distraction. Just for today, I am grateful for all my blessings. Just for today, I work with honesty and integrity. Just for today, I am kind and compassionate to myself and all living beings. And when we live by those principles, this is Buddhahood. Christhood, Krishnahood, divinehood. 
because imagine if each and every one of us lives by those principles and honors them. And we can check ourselves also when we are feeding into illusion or distraction. And we can forgive ourselves, right? Because we have to remember, okay, I'm going to be kind and compassionate to myself. But, you know, I did act angry, and anger is illusion. I was worried, but I'm not going to let fear distract me. And I'm going to love myself. I'm going to forgive myself, and I'm going to be grateful for my blessings. And we can just cycle back and forth in those five principles to live our life by. Imagine what that does to a being if every single day you feed yourself with this. It transforms you, and it gets us out of this false self, this false ego, this delusion, and we're able to see truth. We're able to be in our hearts. We're able to forgive, and we're able to see and be the truth. Yes, living from from this place of bodhisattva, right? This awakened heart, this being who has awakened his heart and now see his reality through his heart space and this is straight power because you can choose to not pick a fight you can choose to not fight because it's not needed you know because you don't need to fight because you don't need to prove anything to anyone. And even if someone disrespects you, then you don't take it personal because this person is suffering. And actually, you are just mirroring this suffering to them. And when you are able, even in this moment, when somebody attacks you and you are able to show compassion this is the awakened heart this is what buddha taught this bodhisattva state that we can all attain we work when we can this state of being where you can just let your heart feel and you can be able to forgive even the things that some beings will not be able to forgive. But you are here to transcend it all. You are here to be able to love bigger. And with this only wish to love bigger, you can do anything in life. You can do anything in life. And we are going to end up this podcast on those beautiful words of peace and love and unity. And thank you so much for listening to us and showing your support in so many beautiful, beautiful ways. We love you all. And I just wanted to say that if you found value in this podcast, please take a screenshot and share it on social media. Tag us and share it to somebody that you feel that will benefit from hearing this and 
we would really, really appreciate because as you do that, this is part of service to humanity. Yes, and I invite you as well to support our wonderful project because we are here in Mexico and for the people who have been following our journey, we want to create this beautiful revolution and this revolution starts with growing our own food, permaculture, creating this space for people to thrive. And this is what we are doing right now. And your support is super important. So I invite you to donate what you can to us and to also see our services and what we offer. And if you resonate with our vibration, then I invite you to connect with us and to truly see how you can better yourself, how you can actually tap into your immense potential. So thank you so much. You can visit, visit us at www.schoolsofconsciousness.com. You can hit donate. And of course, you can find our services there. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you're still listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate all of your support. And we look forward to the next podcast.